Welcome to a, a, a new episode of Bowls in the Ring, unless you're listening to this a year from now, then it's yes. a, a old episode of Bowls in the Ring, but we are here. Tom, how, how have you been? Uh, a lot better than what we were going to do on Thursday, I'll tell you that. Huh. Yeah, we're, we're doing this on a Tuesday. A Tuesday, and we're hoping for what, like a mid mid uh, week release here so that we uh, make up for last week's. Lack of show, I guess Snafu. you could say. Snafu, yeah. Was, did everything go okay? Um, homework sucks. I'm, I'm going to put it that way. There, there is shit that uh, I just don't get about school. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really, really don't. Like, It's funny because I sat there and my daughter was going over uh, Spanish. And I remember in Spanish there was like the yo to el ella... Um, Nose, votes, steadies. Remember that thing? Do you remember, like... Listen, I, uh... Spanish was not my strong suit. <laughs> I uh, bombed Spanish. Uh, I took it only two years, and I hated it both those years. And, uh, I barely got by. So I don't remember jack shit. Except for Como Estas and Mi Amo Joe. Okay. Well, there, I, I remember this, because it was drilled in my head. It was just drilled, drilled, drilled in my head about this and when I brought it up to my daughter she's like I have no clue what you're talking about like she didn't she literally did not have a clue what I was talking about mm-hmm. and like I'm like flipping out so I'm like what the fuck are these teachers doing this is bullshit this is like that was like the fundamental of what I learned in school like it was like that was it that was like the major major thing in school the next day that's what she learned I was like you gotta be like I, no I literally shit. had like an aneurysm and the next day she learned, yeah, and I was like, why was it taught then? It should have been taught, you know, like, I was just so pissed. It was she, just, it was aggravating. Did something. she, uh, did she? It's kind of the fundamental of how you have to, you know how, like, in Spanish there's the los for males, los for females? Yeah. It was, it, it's essentially that, From if you don't remember. It's, like, kind of like the ground rules the, of how you pronounce. They're, pro, the, the, they're, the, they're the pronouns? Is that is that a pronoun? Yeah, kind of, yeah, it's like the pronoun type thing. Okay. But yeah, like, I was flipping out, and, like, we had a bad night. There was a lot of yelling. Cause I'm <laughs> like, like, and I wasn't yelling at the kids. I was just yelling about the way, like, what the fuck are these teachers doing? Frustrating, yeah. I was yeah. freaking out, so it was very frustrating. I'm sorry. Because, like I said, that was that was something that I remember just getting drilled into my head. in Like, in Spanish, when I had the tutor for Spanish, it was like the, like, it was like... The first step of learning Spanish. Yeah, school's gotten a lot harder, I think, for kids. Yes. Yeah. One thing it did get easier, though. The masks are off. The masks are off. And uh, even at my place of work, masks are no longer required to walk around the building. It's funny, though. uh, Like, you know, we we had this uh, winter of death coming. You know, I expected to be stepping over bodies or, you know... It would just be chaos, and it, it, COVID went away very, very quickly. Well, that all, you know, ta- all takes that, is I war. That, I know that there are some friends of ours that kind of wish that it would just go on forever, you know, just, you know, have the apocalypse, doom and gloom everywhere, but, you know, I mean, we uh, we, we do have to come out of this. this I mean, I, I mean, know, maybe I'm counting my chickens before they're hatched, but it looks like it's kind of over. But who knows? I thought it was over in October, yeah. and then December hit, and everything went back to how it was. But it looks like now it's uh, finally settling, and all it took was war. I think if they 
I think if they do bring it back, there is going to be like you're just going to have mass defiance on it. Yeah, I don't know. Mass um, defiance, mass defiance. It's I do. Be both. I, uh, I, people, I like now that people have that taste of freedom, they're not going to want to go back. That might be true. Um, not to change something, but I, I owe you an apology. You texted me last night around like I think it was like ten o'clock. I was already sleeping, but uh, okay. you asked me if I was bearing it was if I was uh, fighting the wind outside, and I was. Yeah. So uh, we had a storm in the area last night. It was like late. It was like around eight thirty, nine o'clock. My stupid ass. Uh, I checked outside. It was beautiful out. So it's in my in oh, my oh, eyes. The heat weather was perfect. Yeah, it was beautiful. So in my in my eyes, I'm like, I can't wait. I can't waste this night, a beautiful night like tonight, and not have a cigar. Like, so I came out here. I'm smoking my cigar, and all of a sudden I feel the raindrops. So I put the umbrella up. So I'm like, I'm gonna just sit under the umbrella, and hopefully it'll pass by. So then all of a sudden, it just the sky opened up. Rain is pouring down. The wind's blowing. The umbrella starts shaking. So I'm holding the umbrella. I go to fart. And have you ever have you ever go to fart? And all of a sudden you feel it's not going to be a fart. So you tuck it back in. You like puck Tony fill it. <laughs> like you yes, saw the shadow. I actually did that last night. Really? Well, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> so I'm like, uh oh. No, I caught it just in time, but okay. I couldn't leave because if I left, the umbrella was flying somewhere. It was going to either fly through the window or fly into the neighbor's yard. So I'm yes. holding the umbrella, I'm clenching my butt cheeks, I'm smoking a cigar, <laughs> and I'm like, and I just started the cigar. So at that oh, point, yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't leave it because this is a, this is a waste of 10 bucks. What was that? Yes. You committed. Yeah, I, I'm already out here. It's lit up. At this point, I got to Because if I leave it, like I said, even if I shut the umbrella down, everything's going to get soaked. My computer's going to get soaked. My my cigar that I just lit. So I for 45 minutes, <laughs> I was holding on the umbrella. I'm, cl- I'm clutching my butt cheeks. They're like, please don't let me poop my pants. <laughs> Until finally, I, I got down far enough where I'm like, okay, if I, if I leave it now, it's fine. And... Uh, I went in, but it was um, it was crazy out here. It was uh, there was lightning. I didn't hear any thunder, but but yes, I did brave the winds for about forty five minutes no an hour. In the distance? I didn't hear it. I just saw lightning uh-huh. once or twice, but that was really it. But it was pretty bad out here. Luckily tonight it's nice yeah, and I calm said, out. Where I am, you you know the back uh, patio I have. Mm-hmm. Like right where I sit. The rain will come right down, like right next to me. Like if I if I stick my hand out like six inches, my hand will get soaked. Huh. Where I am, I'm pretty good. Okay. And I mean, it wasn't really raining too much, but like the way my house is situated, with the one hill behind me, the one hill in front of me, it's like a wind tunnel. And at one point, I got like nervous because we have like this old, uh, it, I guess you would call it like a tent type thing, but it's got a metal frame. And that actually started shaking. Mm. And I was like, oh boy, if that thing goes, that, that could, that could, I mean, it's heavy. It's probably, it's probably a few hundred pounds. Really? Like, that, like it was, it was literally moving and I'm like, oh boy, this is not good. Yeah. Because if that thing takes off, I'm fucked. It was bad. I remember I was laying in bed and I just hear the wind outside and I hear stuff blowing around and in the distance, cause I keep the window open a crack and I just hear boom 
And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like something fell or something exploded. So I don't know. Luckily, it wasn't anything around here. But I heard something go boom. And God knows what that was. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Ukraine. It might have been. It might have been Ukraine. Yes, because it, it's still going. I'm a little. The more the more I'm seeing and hearing about this. What? The more I'm. <laughs> I'm getting a little conspiracy theorist. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there. I was cons- I was called a conspiracy theorist about all this COVID stuff, and you know. Well, what, I mean, what do you think? There's no war really going on. Oh crap! I think that it is. I definitely think that there is stuff going on. I'm not saying that there isn't. I don't think it's as bad as what people are portraying in certain areas. In certain areas, and I, and my, I guess my main conspiracy theory on this is I don't think Ukraine is as innocent as the media is portraying. You're siding with Russia. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And this is why. This is why. Think about this. A year and a half ago, what did we? What were we talking about? What was Trump saying? You know, um, the dealings of Biden, Hunter Biden, and Ukraine, and the energy company, Burisma, and uh, Joe sitting there quid pro quoing on an attorney that was doing it. I think that the media is trying to make out Ukraine as a very sympathetic thing because they want to make Russia look like the big bad guy. So if they go in and they expose stuff, that it's just Russia putting out propaganda. Mm-hmm. Again, a little bit of my conspiracy theory here. But if you look at it from afar, you look at it from a distance, you, you kind of you can see where if you connect the old stories with what's going on now and things along those lines, you kind of see how it is. Um, and then my wife actually sent me a link. It was this guy. I don't know his name. It, I, don't, I can't send the video. Because, actually, she sent it to our uh, Facebook page. So if you actually go on the, our Facebook Messenger, you can actually watch it. Okay. But what the guy is saying is is that, you know, he thinks, and again, I'm not siding with Russia. I think Russia's got a terrible um, political thing. It, it's the atrocities that they do to their their, uh, their citizens there where, you know, they can't protest it. it it's a terrible place. I'm not, I'm 100% not with Russia. But I kind of see where he's making sense on this. He's saying that Russia has no centralized banking. Mm-hmm. And the centralized banking is done through the Rothschild Group and the Bilderberg Group and all the all this old money, and, you know, like the, the, the skull and crossbones type things, like these secret societies, Masons, Freemasons and all this. So I don't know how deep you can get into that. And it's – I could go on a, a whole episode just – Literally just talking without you saying a word about all this, from just, and a little bit of research I've done on it. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he does make a little bit of sense that why Russia would maybe want to be doing this. I think it's a little bit different. I think Russia just wants Ukraine, Ukraine's energy resources, and the fact that they are one of the major suppliers, you know, the breadbasket of of Europe, and a huge supplier for the world technically of you know, products. So mm-hmm. that, that's where I think it's more, but I, I can see where this guy is saying it. And again, looking at it from a distance and knowing things that have happened in the past and things that go on and, 
and these conspiracy theories, you, if you will, it does make a little bit of sense. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. And people call me crazy about stuff like this, but, you know, people call me crazy about wearing masks and getting the vaccine <laughs> and this, that, and the other. And I don't know. I, 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 I kind of had a little bit of an inkling of what that was. It was bullshit. And I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're right either. I mean, but, you know. Like what some some things what you say are are, are truth. Mm-hmm. Um, the I mean the the it, I, I don't know. All I know is that it's affecting the gas, affecting my uh, yes. it, It's it's really insane. I wouldn't fill up in Jersey. It ain't on, much better there. Yeah, no, it's not. In, on Jersey on Saturday, the gas station I go to is three ninety nine. I pass it by twenty four hours later, four fifteen. And I don't, I don't even know what it is now because I haven't been over there since Sunday. I'm imagining it's up to like 4.30 at this point, maybe more. And, and this is New Jersey where gas is like the cheapest. Yes. Um, it's, this is just incredibly crazy how gas is just – I remember in – I think it was 2005 gas was going up. Um, but it didn't go – I don't think it, it even went this high back then. Yeah. Um, the only time it's ever really been this high, in my recent recollection, is when, let me think, oh yeah, Obama was in, another <laughs> liberal uh, a liberal president. What was that? That was in 2008, it went up pretty high for a little bit. It went, yeah, it was at four bucks. But what I think is staggering about this is how quickly it is going up. I I went to, uh, I go to the, the quick check in Florida there, and the other day it was uh, 375 it was 375 for a long time, then it jumped to 379, and every day it went up 10 cents. And right now it is at I think 419. Oh my god! <laughs> it went up 40 cents in like four days. Wow. But you know, I mean, I, I work with someone who says, "Oh no, this was Trump's fault, this and that," and it's like, how? Not blame this guy. Like, he's he's out of office thirteen months now. You can't. He's, yeah. That's done. You yeah. can't do this, and you can't you can't blame him anymore. It, it's not him. <laughs> he's they, gone. They shut, we were energy independent. We were energy independent. We were selling gas to other people. And what people don't realize either is is you know Biden's like oh we uh, we're gonna open up the reserves. You know where the reserves came from? From Trump. He had he he stockpiled the reserves. So we're taking Trump's reserves. And we're giving out 90 million barrels. Do you know how much a barrel of crude oil, when it's produced in the gasoline, how much it yields? No. It's 44 gallons. So one no. barrel is 44 gallons. Wow. So that's what, three three cars getting filled up? Yeah. How many cars are in your driveway right now, Joe? Three. Three? So in one week, you used a barrel of gas. That's you. How many people live on your road? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, think about it. You, you just when you break it down into these small terms, ninety million barrels is oh, it's is nothing. Big. Oh it's, yeah, you're you're right. I, I read that same thing, and I'm thinking to myself, that's gonna be gone before the month's over. If they go to those reserves, it's, it's gonna be gone before the week's over. Yeah, you're right. It's it, that's that's it's really nothing. You're right. It's literally nothing. But you know when you when but when you have stupid people out there that hear ninety million barrels, they're like, oh my god, that's. You know, that's, that's enough oil to, to last a lifetime. No, it's, no it really it's, isn't. It's, it's 
it's enough to last. It's a you're, week, you're gonna see I, you're gonna see something happen. What happened in the seven? This is I mean, maybe I'm wrong. In the seventies, sometime in the seventies, they had a gas shortage, and what they would do is for anyone who doesn't know, if you're young enough and you're listening to this, they would do cars by the number on your license plate. So say odd if you have if it ends in an odd number, you go Monday, Tuesday, Fridays. And if even number, you go the rest of the week. That, you know, like, uh, say, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, or whatever. Um, and I and that's kind of, it was like that for a little bit. Not too long, maybe a couple of months. Maybe not even that much. But I think you're going to see that happen again in some kind of way. And what this is going to do is, you're going to this is going to push people to start buying electric cars, which is going to happen anyway, because... They want electric cars to be that's, well, that's everything in a couple of years. So I just don't see it happening. One, they're, they're, it's, it's multifold. One, we get a lot of the um, a lot of the battery production is through China. It, obviously, China is not a friend of ours. We're gonna right now. And just to get on that, not to get off subject, but my cousin bought a, a brand new truck uh, recently. Mm-hmm. You have a new car. No, but if you're going where I'm, where I think you're going with this, I also my sister bought a car in December. You know when she got it? Last week. Okay, well it's not even that. It's like if you if you've been in a new car recently, like my wife's car has it, you can touch and, and adjust the dial. So if you're driving and you want it 68 degrees and I want it 72, you can change the t- you know like. Climate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, my car has that. All right. Yeah. It's not that new. It's been That's, around for about 15 years. <laughs> well, my car don't have it because I bought cheap-ass shit. Okay. But, again, that is, that is the way that, that technology is. Right now, they, don't, they cannot produce enough um, microchips to make that technology. Right. My cousin's brand-new truck has gone back to the 1990s where it's the turn dial, you know, hmm. cold to hot and in between. Like, there's no temperature. It's just it's either cold, medium, or hot. There's mm-hmm. no, like... So you have to adjust it as that. Okay. It's going back in time when it comes to technology. So one, electric vehicles. Wow, that's great. You know, it saves on energy and this and that. One, it, they're shutting down. They want to shut down, and they just did it by us, Indian Point, which is a nuclear power plant. It is nuclear power plants sound big and scary because of things like um, Chernobyl and um, what was it, Three Mile Island yeah. there in, in Pennsylvania. They sound scary. The likelihood of those happening are very scarce. As long as it's well-maintained, they're very safe, they're effective, and they're clean, technically, as long as they're maintained and run properly. If you're going to be relying on, like, tomorrow, tomorrow we're supposed to have a snowstorm. What happens when there's a snowstorm? What's usually in the sky that causes snow? Clouds. Clouds. What does a solar panel need? Sun. Sun. What blocks the sun? Clouds. There you go. So, (laughs) solar panels tomorrow mean dick. So why do you think California has brownouts? Because they don't have enough sun to put mm-hmm. in the solar panels, and now we have no power. Yeah. Same thing with wind. Everyone talks about, oh, wind power. Wind power is great. These turbines, they're filled with corrosive oils that, that have to be used to, to lubricate the turbines. They kill a ton of birds, which, you, like you think, you're like, ah, uh, you know, who cares about birds? Well, birds affect everything else. It's, it's part of the ecosystem. If you're killing birds, birds aren't eating 
this. Those are going to affect, you know, if birds aren't eating the insects, the insects are eating the crops. The crops aren't growing. We're going to have a lack of food. Like, it's, it's the butterfly effect with all of these things. Right. So people think that, oh, you know, electric cars are great. Also, electric cars, the lithium that you need for the batteries is extremely detrimental to the earth when it comes to mining it. And then when the battery dies, what do you do with it? You have to smelt it. So you're burning up batteries, battery acid, all the stuff that's going into the air. So again, they don't want to tell you that and they make it they make it look like, oh, you know, electric vehicles just ray of sunshine when it's really not. Mm-hmm. There's really no effective way right now to run vehicles. It's just we have to do what we have to do. And at this point, fossil fuels that have been tried, true, and chested for the past 150 years use that and build up the technology on electric vehicles to maybe being something different than lithium work on trying to get it better on that and mm-hmm. i think that would be the answer i don't know you know i mean think about this you you, you drive to a uh a gas station or now we're going to call them charging stations along the uh highway okay your battery runs dead and now you're waiting to get to the electric pump it's not like how long does it take you to pump your an empty tank of gas for you three four minutes yeah about that how long does it take to, to charge an electric battery 20 minutes 30 minutes i don't maybe? know yeah i don't know so now you're sitting there waiting your car dies what do you you got to push it out of the thing it takes longer for your travels it it's just it's well thing. Uh, well what they have right now what they have is hybrid where if the electricity goes out in the car it just switches over to fuel Mm-hmm. But eventually, what they're yeah, but a Tesla, a Tesla is all electric. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's well, that's that. The rich people have to worry about that time. We don't have to worry about that one yet. Yeah. But eventually, we are gonna have to worry about that because uh, I think in the 2025, they want every car company to have an electric car. They want to start switching over by then, and I think by 2035, all vehicles are electric. And this is this is gonna happen. This isn't just like. A prediction. This is 100% going to happen. So, um... Yes and no. Because think about it. Yes, I, it is. <laughs> I, see where, I see where you're coming from, but they're going to still have to have gas stations. Well, of course they are. Yeah, because not everyone's going to have a brand new car in 2035. I, yeah, and you're right. It's it's, it, it, But it's... You're going to see it... You're going you're to see gas-powered cars slowly go away. I think you're going to have people... and. I would probably be one of them just being a stubborn cocksucker that you I am. You would. I will fight that as long as I can. But not only that, think about it. Think about farmers. How is a farmer going to do it? I mean, we've talked about that's, this on that's the show why before. I think, that's why I think there's this gray area because, I mean, you look at like, especially like Mack trucks. They can't be electric. Um, boats. I mean, a lot of so fuel is going to be around for a long, long time. It's not just going to go away. I'm talking about the regular commuter, me and you driving to work or whatever. Well, you'll be way out of work by that time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for most of the population, that's that's what I'm referring to. Like, uh, obviously, for big like tractors, need it. Lawnmowers need it. You're not going to have electric everything. That's not going to happen for. We're not going to be alive when that happens. But yeah, but I mean, this is where this is where it's a pipe dream, and you have people that eat this shit up and don't realize it. Like a stupid person that wants to go all green and be, you know, these uh, these you know, greeny weenies. You know how much shit that your house, just in your house right now, runs on gas. Your boiler, almost everything. Your lawnmower, your uh, 
gas grill. I mean, granted, there is natural gas out there, but the way that these companies are, they want everything done. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but think about other things. Plastic bags, electrical, you know, uh, wiring. All this is plastic. What, what, is, what the fuck is plastic? Plastic is, you know, it's petroleum. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a fossil fuel. It, I mean, granted, they, they have plant-based things now and stuff like that, but who's to say that that's any better? You know, we haven't done studies on this. You're making this shit up, and who knows if it's doing, if it's going to last. You, you know what? <coughs> I look at it this way. Like, remember the old TVs when we were kids? For kids who might be listening to this that are younger, TVs used to be furniture. Like, they would literally be a piece of furniture mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. Like, that TV would last for decades. They never die. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you know, yeah. If you had a good one, yeah, like we had a Sony TV in our living room. That thing, I mean, it lasts a long time. I mean, we we got rid of it finally because it just, uh, you know, we my parents upgraded. But and that's what you did. You upgraded. Yeah, you a didn't, lot. You, you didn't you didn't need to get rid of it. You upgraded because of better quality, but yeah. it lasted. It lasted mm-hmm. forever. Oh, yeah. I was just saying that this, this shit now, you know, like, I have a, uh, I have a, a gas weed whacker, and then I have an electric weed whacker. It, the gas one, it lasts. Mm-hmm. It lasts, it keeps going. I mean, I've, I've gotten a few things that are um, battery powered, you know, power tools. I don't know how long they're going to last, or, you know, how long the battery lasts. Well, that's, and then it's, again, it's, what it's do you supply do and demand. Yeah, that's that's the whole supply. These things are meant to break. They're not meant to last forever. That's like phones. Look, I mean, look at this. Your phone, after a couple of years, your phone starts shitting the bed. It it won't stay. It won't keep a charge. Like I had a, my last phone. It said my, my it said my storage was full, like completely full. When I got a new phone, I transferred everything from that old phone over to this new phone, and it wasn't even. And I got more memory because I thought. Oh, my last phone was full. I had to, I had to, I need a phone with, with more memory to store all that, all my previous stuff. It wasn't even like fifty percent of what it said in my last phone. So these 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 products today are meant to only last so long because they want you to spend money and get new shit. Nothing, even this computer and this iPad I'm on right now. These aren't going to last forever. It, that's just how it is now, and it, it, it's it's bullshit. Yeah. You're right. And Things is, from the '80s and the '70s they lasted a long fucking time. I probably have a, I have a stereo at home, or not at home, my parents' house. It's, thing still works. It's 20 years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can have stuff like that, and it'll last forever. Yeah. Old refrigerators, things like that. I mean, I, and better quality. I remember we in the house that we had up in Sullivan County. I think we went through like three dishwashers in 10 years. And, like, two of them, they just sucked. Like, you had to pre-wash the dishes to put it in there, and pretty much all the dishwasher did was, like, disinfect the stuff. Mm-hmm. It didn't clean anything. Yeah. And I remember, the, I remember the one that we had when I was a kid, the dishwasher in the, the old house. You could you could leave ketchup on that thing for a week in the sun. Mm-hmm. You could cake on there. You, you would need, like, a putty knife to get it off. You put it in the, the uh, dishwasher, like, one cycle, it was completely clean. Mm-hmm. It was, like... It, that thing could that thing could peel the fucking paint off a wall. <laughs> it was that powerful. It was just a good good working thing. Nice. And now shit don't work like that. Yeah. So now, all right. Well, let's let's move on here. Um, did you watch uh, Did you watch the State of the Union? Uh mm-hmm. huh. Really? 
I, 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 I didn't. I needed a good laugh. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm not giving that guy any sort of uh, support, even if it's a fucking uh, television rating. I refuse to watch that man. I, I think he's a bumbling idiot. And from what I heard about the State of the Union, he was a bumbling idiot. <laughs> Now, so what what was said, because I didn't see it, and, and for those people who didn't see it, can you give, like, a recap? Or Well, I mean, it, again, it's the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. The United States. For the first bit, he was talking about Ukraine and Russia. And I get it. It's, it's, oh, a, of course. Hot, it's a hot button event. Yeah. But, again, he talked about them and just meandered on about nonsense. Then he reeled it in, and in there he had a few gaffes. He, he called the Ukrainians Iranians. He, he just, like, he just is so dumb. He's just so fucking stupid. It's scary. But then, you know, some of the, the I guess, lowlights of it, I, I don't want to call them highlights, but he, uh, I, I love this, he said, to, uh, to fund the police. They, they talked about defund, defund, defund. You know, George Floyd and and all these other people that got, uh, you know, all these career criminals that got killed by, you know, police, and we have to defund the police and this and that. And then he's like, no, we need to fund them. Wow, it's kind of convenient that there's uh, midterm elections coming up, and right now all of their numbers, these Democrat numbers, are fucking in the shitter. So hmm, let's try to sit there and try to maybe twist the base a little. Right. So they did that. He talked about. Um, oh, we're going to, you know, and it's the same talking points. It's the same fucking talking points. We need to have better medical coverage and healthcare coverage and pharmaceutical coverage. And I love it. He's like, I want to get insulin down to $35, you know, for a, a vial or whatever, however the serving is on it. And it's like, you're giving out $35 vials of insulin, which literally will have to save someone's life. Like mm-hmm. if they don't have it, they can die. They can go in the insulin shock and die, but we're giving out free crack pipes. Like, I just, it, like, shit like that. He talked about that. One minute he was talking about, I think it was Intel. I believe it was Intel. I might be wrong on the company, but he wants to, you know, um, give them a big, or they want to invest in, the, you know, doing stuff, this, that, and the other. Intel is a billion dollar company, you know, and then five minutes later he's talking about we have to stop these you know these rich you know one percenters and these companies that are monopolies and blah, 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 blah. and it's just like you talk out of one side of your mouth then you talk out the other side of your mouth mm-hmm. he talks about bringing jobs back to the united states well there was so much red tape before someone got in he cut that red tape companies started coming back this asshole gets in puts in more red tape these companies leave and then he talks about bringing them back it's like Honestly, I really do think that like politicians think that we're stupid, and <laughs> honestly, some people are. Some people heard this speech and was like, they, they they felt proud. But again, and one of the guys I work with, I will give him a, a lot of credit on this, and, and he thought about it, and he said this to me right after it. You know, you have all these people sitting there going, you know, um, we need to drop the, the cost of pharmaceuticals and this, that, and the other. And all these assholes stand up and applaud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. And it's like, you were the assholes that made it this way. Mm-hmm. We didn't. You know, me and you, him, the guy who, who told me this, you know, Joe, the, the farmer in Nebraska, you know, Mike, the, the FedEx driver in Washington, you know, the, the baker in Florida. We didn't do this. These assholes did. These 300 people between the Senate, House, and 
you know, the, the White House. They were the ones who set up all this shit. They're the ones who put up this red tape. And you always hear, oh, they work for us. Bullshit, they work for themselves. These are self-serving motherfuckers. And it's just, it's absolutely scary that, that you have people that sit there and just, when these guys shit on a plate, they just fucking spoon feed it and they're like begging for more. Mm-hmm. You know, these were the assholes that set up these for, you know, insulin being $200 or whatever it was a few years ago for, you know, a serving or whatever, however it's, you know, a vial of it. These were the assholes that allowed this to happen instead of them going, you know what, this is fucked up. This is people's lives mm-hmm. and, and changing it. They just let it go through. They let it go through because you want to lie? They were probably profiting off of it. Why do you think that there was such a big hoopla about having uh, people in politics not be able to buy stocks? Because, again, Nancy Pelosi has been in there forever, that fucking wax fucking figure. She's been in politics forever, but her salary does not dictate what her actual income is. So how is she making her money? It's the same thing with all these politicians. They're, they're, they're worth millions, multi-millions, tens of millions of dollars yet. You add up all their years of service, they, there's nowhere, they shouldn't even be close to that. Mm-hmm. How they make their money. Because they it's, it's, they bitch at us for insider trading. If, 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 I, if I had a, an idea or if I knew something from a company, you know, Acme uh, Toilet Paper Company was coming out with this new, you know, fancy toilet paper and I told you it and you bought stock, me and you'd get in trouble for insider trading. But these assholes can do it. Like I said, government sucks. It really sucks. It does. But yeah, that was it. Um, he talked about, you know, he just, he, he rambled on. I'm surprised he actually could go that long. I'm sure they had him so stuffed with amphetamines. It was just, it was absolutely ridiculous just to keep him going. And he's just, everything about him is just unlikable. I, I don't know how people sit there and he's just a bumbling, stumbling idiot. And, and everyone's going to say, oh, you know, he's doing, you hear the liberals, oh, he's doing good and it's all Trump's fault and this and that. And this guy can't fucking, he, he couldn't. I got to tell you, I don't, I don't hear that. I don't hear anybody saying he's doing a good job. Liberals or anybody. It, it, it's. I think everyone's pretty few, much in agreement. The, the, it's the hardcore ones. It's the ones that... They can't this, admit. Guy could stab, this guy could be stabbing a babies in the Rose Garden, and they'll be like, ah, you know what, it's population control. They'll make up an excuse for them. I understand. I know a few of them. By, but, and I work with a few of them. But I think the majority is he's he's not really... He's not doing a good job. It's It's... it's Oh, and the media is, the media will lie to you, your face well, and tell yeah, you, oh, that's the media. And you know what the worst part is? These polls, these polls that are coming out, they're they're telling a different story. Yeah, well, it's and like what we said last week. It, they're saying he's at, he's at like 35% approval rating. I bet you it's half that. Because again, I've been, voting the numbers. In, in, I've been voting for 20 years now. I, I've been, or 22 years I've been able to vote, voting every election. I've never gotten a call from a pollster saying, hey, you know, like we're, we're uh, Marist polling or we're Quinnipiac or any of these places. You know, what is your take on this? Who are they calling? They're probably calling the same people, probably the same liberal ones, because it always seems that the, you know, the liberals are always ahead. I mean, it, it's just it's scary. And I think that the media is covering this up. And again, it goes back to this whole Ukraine thing. I think a lot of what's going on there is being kind of glossed over by 
what the media wants to put out. And I think that they are a very big, I mean, even going back to, uh, uh, what's his name? The old, the old, uh, Tammany Hall, you know, it, buying by the barrel, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard, it's hard to sit there and, and, and try to uncover things when you have so many outlets sitting there saying it's that and they're gaslighting the shit out of people and you have stupid people that don't want to look into it and don't care better just keep going into it <laughs> yeah well some of those people are on a show called The View I don't know if anyone watches that that wonderful show um, I I mean I, uh, I I don't even know who's on that show anymore I know Joe Behar is still there she's been on there forever uh, yeah uh, Whoopi looks like an old fucking catcher's mitt. <laughs> I think they all do. Do they still have the one Republican? Uh, they, um, st- they they tried to put her on there. They they had uh, I think it was Elizabeth Hasselback. Was she was on. For, she was on for a while. Yeah, but and then it was Megan McCain. Mm-hmm. I mean, and now, now I don't think they have anyone on there. They they might have one, and it just nonsense. They used to always have the one on there that was like uh, like very conservative. To just kind of get that opinion, but I guess from what you're saying, they don't have anyone on there anymore. I don't, again, I don't. I, Not that I watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would rather I would rather stare to fucking turned off the screen. I mean, I, I can't even tell. You, I mean, I might have seen an episode or two, and however long, what, how long has it been? Twenty five years now that show. So, uh, so what? Uh, she had Whoopi Goldberg apparently had some uh, had some things to say, as usual. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking beanbag with dreads. Um, she sat there and said that she equated everything going on to um, like the Holocaust and Jews and this and that. And if anyone else said that, they'd be crucified. It, you know. And well, what'd she say? About it. Hmm? What'd she say? It was something along the lines of you know that the Holocaust wasn't. Um, it wasn't against the, you know, the Jews. It was, or it was something along those it lines. Wasn't? I can't, this, this is a little <laughs> bit older of a story. But, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like racist. Why? Because it was white people against white people? It doesn't matter. If you, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you discriminate against anyone, it, you could call it racism, hate, whatever you want to call it. They still did atrocities. And you had people who got fired for a lot less. Gina Carano, <laughs> made a, a, a Holocaust comment. She got fired. Um, she was... Sus- yeah, she was suspended for two weeks. Two weeks. Um, and you know what that was? That was so that they could just push her off, keep her out of the limelight, and then we could just bring her back. Well, yeah. And we that's, can't that's, fire her. We yeah. can't fire Whoopi. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, who took a Jewish name. There we go. All right, um... I'm trying. I'm looking up where, what she said. Basically, it wasn't about if you're going to do this, let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. Um, yeah. It's not about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. I, uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to uh, see. I'm, I'm the minute sure you turn into race, it goes the, down this uh, alley. Let's talk. I I I sort of. I can kind of see what she is, where she's coming from, because she's not wrong. It is inhumanity against other people, but he was only wiping out Jewish people. 
<laughs> it's not like he took the but whole country and killed everybody. Because, and, and honestly, it's because, and not to sound this way, Whoopi is what she is, and because it's not a, if you will, a white person against a black person, it can't be racist. It, racism only is allowed when it is a white person against a black person. Mm-hmm. That's the way that, that is, everything is portrayed now. You don't hear, it, when you heard about all, all these Asian people being beaten up in the city, they rarely tried to put out the race of it, but they said, I guess the majority of the, especially it was high during COVID, was because of this Asian hate. But a lot of it was stemmed through the black community going against the Asians. But they will never talk about that. Because they have they have to push, if it's going to be racist, it has to be a certain group against a certain group. And it can't differentiate between them. So that's where she, you know, she honestly, in, in her peonic brain, believes that she's right. And that it was, to, you know, because it's a white guy against a white guy, it doesn't count as racist. It's right. just inhumane. It's bullshit. It's any prejudice against anyone. So that was the first thing. And then um, Joy, um, that dope, um, <laughs> he was pissed off about this war because she goes, well, I don't know what's going to happen in Europe because I have a trip planned to Italy. And it's like, oh, sorry that people are getting killed. You know, if that's what's happening and there could be crimes against humanity, whatever, that doesn't matter because you have a trip to Italy planned. Like, you fucking insensitive bitch. You know, God forbid, you know, like, I can't get, I can't make the little Italy in the city because of fucking COVID, but you're worried about not being able to go to the actual country. You fucking, uh, just, it just, they are uh, such a bunch of useless twats. Well, all right. So we're gonna we were gonna tell a story last week about the um, a Russian warship was told to go fuck itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I can report now that that warship has been destroyed, according oh, to really? according to Ukrainians. The Russian ship fired on fuck the Russian ship that fired on fuck yourself Ukrainians destroyed. Um, it was, it was destroyed in battle, according to a report on Tuesday. This is on the New York Post. We fucking hit them. A man is heard saying on a wreck. Recording of the conflict, the Times of London said, another man reportedly echoed the famous words of the Ukrainian soldier who defiantly resisted, resisted a Russian order to surrender a military outpost on Snake Island in the Black Sea during day one of the invasion. Um, the, well, I'm going to butcher this, the Velisi Baikov, a small warship known as a Corvette, was one of the two Russian vessels that opened fire on Snake Island on February 24th. Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess they wouldn't fuck themselves <laughs> because they, they got destroyed. <laughs> I will tell you, man, the, these Ukrainians, they're not, they're not, they're not laying down for this. You see, like, uh, you see these, mo- the, the, there's this picture of models, the Ukrainian models, they're like taking up guns and there's some, there's some, there's some hardcore people, man. They're, they're, they're ready for a war. And they're not they're not going down silently. You gotta you gotta kinda respect that. Whether you think it's a uh, well, think conspiracy theory too. or not. One thing, like you said, again, the conspiracy theory is I don't think it's as bad and it's what the media is portraying it as. I think it's I think it's a trust me, there's probably people dying, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say anything like that, but I don't think that I think it's more the narrative of what is going on mm-hmm. is being distorted. Um but the one thing, and I brought this up in our group chat that we have, um, it just yes. seems kind of weird, and 
I don't know if I haven't seen it or if the if the uh, social media things are are not showing it, but it just seems very weird that in this day and age of people think about it, they made a show called Ridiculousness that's been on for what five hundred episodes now, where people catch other people doing stupid shit mm-hmm. all the time. You know, like it's not something like it's not a rehearsed dumb act. This is just random people videotaping their friend. Like, yeah, it's America's funniest videos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and they're catching, and they have 500 shows of this, but you never see on social media, like, the guy on the street, you know, looking out the bakery window, oh, and seeing a gunfight going on, like, you're not seeing a lot of that, you're seeing bombings, and you're seeing things like that, but you're not actually seeing, like, the actual firefights. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, you really, you haven't, um, but I think, I think actually it was in today's paper, yesterday's paper, on the front cover, they showed, like... Uh, I don't know where it was, Ukraine, obviously, but I don't know where part of Ukraine, but they showed, like, bodies in the street kind of thing. I, I do see what you're saying. Because, um, I mean, every war that we've had, Vietnam, pretty much... Well, this isn't, this isn't nearly as... as uh, this isn't like that at all. I mean, it's just the country kind of invading another country, so I don't think it's really come down to that scale yet. Um, I, mean, I think it might happen. A lot of, like tank fighting. And it is a lot of tanks. A lot of devastation, but like it, I don't know. When I remember watching like old documentaries on Vietnam, and it seems like the last few wars, like you're not. I don't know. Maybe the media is portraying it this way, where they don't want to have you. And Vietnam was a very polarizing war, where the media. That's where really media coverage of war kind of exploded. And them showing, you know, on on TV, the one uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but he uh, he ends up getting executed right on, like right on. They recorded it, like some. Uh, he was a North Korean, um, like guerrilla fighter. Mm-hmm. He just comes out. The, the South Korean, like general, just comes out and shoots him in the head, and like it's like a Pulitzer Prize winning photo, and like they literally just show like him getting shot and killed. <laughs> you don't see that devastation anymore, and. That's what kind of just makes me wonder. I get it for, you know, the Gulf Wars and the other, you know, Operation Freedom and all that, um, Enduring Freedom, where you didn't see that because maybe the media wasn't there. But in this day and age of, like, TikTok and Twitter and all this, you're not seeing that. And it just, it, it's to me, it's just a little suspicious. Right. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I see. I, I see where you're coming from. Um, again, I don't think it's at that level um, at the moment. And I'm not saying it will happen. I'm not saying it won't happen. It just, I don't think that's... Right now, it's just kind of them trying to take order in that country. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't really know too much about it. But um, who, I don't know what's going to happen. Everyone's thinking World War Three is going to happen. I don't think that's... I don't think we're even close to that. I think it's just, uh, I don't know. I, 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 it, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to say, honestly. <laughs> well, even this, though, like, you, you look at it right now, one of the big things that is going on is that Ukraine is not a NATO um, country. It's not in the the, uh, the NATO country list. They were, they were promised, they were promised a spot. It hasn't happened yet. Yes. But it, they, they've been promised a spot in NATO. And that's one of the reasons why Russia's doing this. 
because they don't want Ukraine to be in NATO. Well, yes, because they want to take over the country. Mm -hmm. But what I find funny is when you look at the um, Ukrainian Air Force and the Russian Air Force, it's – and then if you even throw the United States Air Force in there, it's like a village, a city, and a state if Mm -hmm. you were to put them into that category. Ukraine's Air Force is a village. The Russian Air Force is a city, and the United States Air Force is a state. If Russia wanted to, they could they could totally wipe out this this country and have it taken over. It just seems weird that they're not. And I don't know if they're worried about you know the the mass devastation and then it looking like there is a humanitarian crisis. I I can't. I get think the, I think they haven't because I think deep down they're afraid that I mean. They're, I mean, you got all these countries back in Ukraine. I think Russia knows they'll, they'll have a full-scale war on their hands if, if it gets to that point, and if he goes that far. And as of right now, it hasn't happened yet. You look at it. Russia is the, the two things that Russia has going for it is one, Russia is the largest you know country in the world. It's got a ton of people. It's very good allies with China, who has the most people. Mm-hmm. I think if those two ever got together as a as a like a axis power, if you will, I, you're putting out a lot of stuff there. And China has, for it being a a communist country, they control a ton of goods. I mean, yeah, they do. I mean, one of the guys in our group chat every day sits there, and we haven't heard from him in you know months, and all of a sudden he's like, "Buy American USA." I told you guys this and that. From you know, from China, <laughs> and he, he makes he, he has a hundred percent right perspective on it. But again, they produce a lot of stuff, and I, I think that if yeah. if you were to ever get into a deep war, those two as allies, and think about it, there's other countries that don't like us. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much all the Middle East. If they if they were to take that, essentially all of Asia, yeah. other than like you know, um, South Korea. Um, Japan and uh, a few countries along those lines, you have a huge, you have probably, what, a third of the world's land mass that's going against the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's, it's dangerous. I it could know. be dangerous. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it could happen. It, it might not happen. I, I don't know. Um, scary times, Tom. So, uh, so uh, here's a story right here from New York. The uh, Chrysler building owner, or he's a yes. co-owner, Michael Fux. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? F-U-C- F-U-C-H-S. So we call him Michael Fux. Uh, he's uh, he's getting a divorce, and it's not it's not going well. Um, no. He's uh, he co- like I said, he co-owns the Manhattan Chrysler building. Him and his French-born wife, this is from the Post, Alvina Colladour Fuchs lived in a 41 million six-story mansion in London with an indoor swimming pool and five bedrooms staffed by a small army of chefs. House, I don't know why I read, just read that. Anyway, they're getting a divorce, and uh, she's uh, she's trying to take everything from him because, uh, well, that's, that's usually how divorce works. Do you know what happened here? Because I'm trying to read this in... I don't want to. I don't no, want to be silent. It's just uh, 
she's a smoke show, and this guy is yes. an Well, she's French. Yes. <laughs> kind of comes but with the territory. He's 62 years old, and she looks like she... 21? Yeah. <laughs> I'm she, looking I at mean, her now. Yeah. What, what did he expect? Hmm. What did he expect? I mean, I just, I, I look at, oh, she, it's, she's 46. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Looks like she's 26. I mean, talk about good genes or great plastic surgery. She is, she does not look 46. No. But, like, again, this is what you get, you know? Like, I, I don't feel bad for right. guys like him, um, who's the, who's the, uh, the Amazon guy, like, if that was me and I had that much money, I would just stay single. I wouldn't ever, like, I mean, it's just, it's silly. Like Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk is, he is the smartest man alive. And guess what? If he doesn't have to worry about divorce, no one to give his money to. He has no kids that I know of, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just the guy who's just, he's playing it smart. If I was him, I would just, I would, I would get a million vials of sperm. Like, I would just spend, like, six months just beating off into a, a, a cup, and then I would get my tubes tied, and, and just be like, ladies, there's no way it's... I would I would get... I would just... I would be like, you know, I'm getting my testes removed. There's going to be zero chance you're getting any money from me. Like, it just ain't happening. Hmm. I would, I would like, triple knot them. I'd be like, doc, you go in there, you do a double, double, uh, you know, knot and double tie it. Like, there ain't no way I'm having kids. Unless they break in and steal my uh, my cups. Yeah, I don't know. What a fool! Especially because she's French too. Like, what are you thinking? You know, eventually she's gonna screw you over. <laughs> that Michael fucks. Yeah, I just. It, uh, and again, she she loved you because you know when she was and think if they were together for fifteen years, say he met her when she was what thirty one, and he was. 40-something, uh, mid-40s. Really? She she loved you? She wasn't just going, hey, you know what? This guy is worth boo bucks. I'm going to live the easy life. Yeah. No. Yeah, of, co- of course. Nicole Smith, all these women. I, I mean, she's on. French. I mean, of course she's going to want to fucking get the fuck out of France and, and, you know, hole up with some rich dude. Well, now she's going to own the Chrysler building. <laughs> <laughs> or co-own it. Um, another story that kind of broke off in this week. Um, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver of the uh, the Bengals. I'm sorry, the uh, the Falcons. Oh, uh, Falcons. 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 I don't know why I said the Bengals. Uh, he's been suspended for the 2022 season. That's hasn't even been close to starting yet because he was caught betting on games, including his own team. Uh, now, first I. Uh, yeah, well, maybe, but he, so I, at first I'm like, ah, how, how can they really prove that? So some clips showed up online of him playing some games this past season, and there were a few times where he could have broke open. All he had to keep doing was going straight, but he zig and zagged, and he, like, went backwards a couple of times. It's, like, fucking obvious that he was, like, trying to, Yes. Yeah, um, I, I, I'll have to share it with you if I can find it again. It was on Instagram. There was like three games, and there was one game where it was just so fucking obvious. If he just kept going his, his route, touchdown. But he like kind of like 
went like he like went like diagonal. He went like a horizontal. Like it was really bizarre. So I saw that. I'm like, Would oh, Coach Bar should have been yelling angle of pursuit draw. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, don't make it so fucking obvious, man. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Are you are you trying to find it? No, no, no. I was just uh, Oh. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty funny. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I guess uh I guess he really fucking did do it." <laughs> I got to try and find it. Uh It was on hurdles, I think it was. No, do you have a problem with that? Um I mean, I don't know. I think if you were betting on your team to win, I don't see the issue with that because you want your team to win. If you were betting on them to lose, that is a different. That's a different thing because you you can. You're, I mean, he's a top receiver, so yes. he really can control the outcome of a game. Yes. You know. Um, but to suspend for the whole season, I think that's a little harsh. NFL is very harsh with with some of their their rules. Yeah, with this, but you have you have wife beaters and I mean, child abusers. Ex- exactly. Not, you know they get a, they get a three game suspension, and it's appealed. Yeah, I mean you've had guys murder their wives and they they still fucking played. I don't know where I. Oh yeah, here we go. I found it. Here, I don't know if you could see it. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Here, keep watching. This is the one with the Chiefs. Could have totally broke open. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, you see how fucking obvious it is? It's very obvious. The field was wide open. Imagine you had him in fantasy football, and you were like... I would have screamed. Yeah, now you know. I'd be irate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Me too. You know what, though? And this is where you're going to see the difference. He got caught doing this. He'll, he'll come back next season. Not this season, next season. Mm-hmm. He'll put up numbers that he has. He's a young player. I'm sure he'll he'll end up being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Pete fucking Rhodes won't get in. Well, uh, who knows? This might, this might change all that. I mean, I don't know. But this guy's only suspended for a year. You're right. He's only suspended for a year. Pete Rose has been suspended for almost 40 years. Uh I mean, do that fucking math. And Pete Rose is probably one of the greatest hitters of all time. That's that's the shame of it, is that this guy has a hit record. I mean, I don't care what anyone says. Ichiro didn't break the fucking record. You can't combine Japan. It's two totally different leagues. And they, they said he broke the hit record, but... I don't. I think that's bullshit. So this guy has a record that's probably never going to be broken, and he can't even get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's, and, it's a shame. And that's the thing they're they're going to say that Ichiro beat him because they they hate Pete Rose that yeah. much. That baseball is a baseball is a bunch of sons of bitches when it comes to shit like that. It is, and now they're now they're who knows if they're going to play this season. Yeah, I mean, let's put it this way. Up until when Barry Bonds really, uh, when you could tell he was juicing, mm-hmm. he had a Hall of Fame career before that. He did. He was a great player. He was a he was a a speed player and a power player. Like mm-hmm. he, he was a five tool player on that. Yeah. There was no reason for him not to get in there. Granted, he did take a steroid. To me, with baseball, because baseball there is just such rampant cheating in it. Just put, you know what? 
have guys sit there and say, you know what? Yeah, I use steroids. Put an asterisk next to well, my name. They, um, name. they stopped. Now they stopped testing for it. Yeah. And I think the reason why is because with this players, baseball's hurting. Baseball's hurting bad. And after the whole thing with COVID, the, sh- the season got shortened. It hurt it even worse. And now with this going on, you're going to have trouble getting a lot of people back. I mean, it was, it's like 94 all over again. I mean, they and Major League Baseball was hurting up until the home run race in 98. But with baseball, they've, they've given contracts out that are just ridiculous. It is. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, when you have when you have essentially a player making in a week, a week's worth of games, making more than what a hockey player who's playing a much more physical game, to me a much more skilled game, for what he's making in the season, this guy's making in a week of baseball, you have a problem. Well, this is the thing. Hockey doesn't make nearly as much money as baseball does in America. And I, I don't know. I just, to me, it just, I, it's a Canadian it, sport. It's just, it, I cannot, I, I, I don't remember the last time I actually sat through an entire baseball game. Oh. I think, the, actually, the last time I, I sat through an entire game, it would, for just whatever reason, I don't know what it was, but I put on the, um, when Johan pitched the no-hitter. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to watch baseball tonight. Just out of the blue. And that game was the last game that I watched in its entirety. And just out of the blue, I put it on, and I watched it, and that was the last one. So we're looking at, what, probably six years ago, if not more? Yeah, something like that. I no. just, I, like, I... Yeah, I, it's, it's flawed. It's, it's a flawed it's, it's a flawed organization. Um, I think Pete Rose will go when he's dead. That's That's my... Yeah, that's my prediction. That'll be that'll be their last fuck you to him. Pretty much, and that, that is a big fuck you to him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, before I guess we, other uh, NFL news is big trade today. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson. That's yes. what you talking about. Going to the Broncos. Uh, I don't know how this is going to work out. He's he's getting older. Mm-hmm. He's coming into a new type of system, and I wonder, like, this was your franchise guy. This was your think about it. Other than Steve, um, who was it? Steve Largent, who's been the best? He's he's been the, the face of of who the Seahawks are. Yeah, I would say You've so. Had a few players that have been in there that you know that are memorable, but he was the face of the franchise. What about Marshawn? Again. A memorable player. Yeah, I would. I mean, I don't know. Mark, for a couple of years there, I think he was the face of Seattle. Mm. I think because of his sound bites. Maybe he's he's a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was very shocked at this trade. I I, I didn't. I was and I wasn't because, like you said, he is getting older. And now it allows. I don't know what they got for him. I, it might have been. They got a lot. Did they? I didn't see what they got. Was it uh, draft picks and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. It, it, they it allows them now. They freed up that cap space. Now they have a chance to really build up with younger guys. They're going to go through a period where they're not going to be good. But I think eventually, if these draft picks work out and they they um, they time it right, I, I think eventually they this could really work out for them. Yeah. So I mean, only again, it's only time will tell. I don't think he's going to do nearly as well in the AFC as he is in the NFC. He's in a different, uh, different conference, different um, 
yeah, just a whole different ball game now with them. So yeah. I, and yeah, I think it's gonna be. I mean, the last time that Denver really did a, a big splash quarterback trade, it worked out well for them. That is true. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. See, that's the thing though. Like, a quarterback is such a scary position. Mm-hmm. It's all it takes, and especially a, a mobile quarterback like he is, all it takes is one hit. And yeah, I mean, if he, on his first game, he could take a hit, and he's done for the season. And it might be a year and a half before he's back. And you wasted all those draft picks. And he's a rushing quarterback too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's his legs are half the deal. So you take that away from him, and he's—I think he's a mediocre passer. That's the thing. I've had him on my fantasy teams. I have too, and he and he didn't really put up numbers like I wanted him to. <laughs> but it's this is the thing. It seemed whenever he had a great game, the rest of my team sucked. So like he put up huge numbers, but the mm-hmm. rest of, like I never could win with him. Yeah, it evened out with you. It's, like it didn't matter almost. And then like when you needed him to have like even just a decent game, he had like a subpar game. Yeah. Where you know, the but rest then of your team... that's also that's also the team he played with too. But I mean, Denver is Denver's a decent team. I don't think them getting Russell Wilson is going to make a difference, in my opinion. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. But big trade, yeah, very big trade. Yeah. I... And the NFL did uh, essentially, I think, this week lifted all COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's not going to be any nonsense anymore. So, well, hopefully they just need to get season. off their. They have to get off their other fucking nonsense, fucking talking points, and then <laughs> we can get back into it. Yeah. Because, like I said, I I really I I would religiously watch. I haven't watched in the past two seasons. Yeah, no, well, it, those were the only two games I've watched in the past two years. Yeah, you're not. I mean, as a you're a Steelers fan, so you you kind of did miss some stuff. You missed Big Ben's last game and stuff like that. As a Giants fan, you didn't you didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, I was actually reading a report. I mean, what do you think of this? They said that if they were to trade Saquon right now, he, he would only get like a fourth or fa- fourth or fifth round pick for him. Yeah, I mean, because he's he's, he's 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 made a glass. Yeah, He's injured you, every season. Do I? I don't. I. I. I, I don't know. I. I would be. Giants. Do, the Giants do that, man. They got rid of what's his name a couple years ago too, and it kind of worked out for him. But he. he uh, um, I almost said Plaxico Burris, not him. <laughs> um, man, I'm drawing a blank. What's his name? Holy shit! I can't think of his name. He, oh, uh, he tore his. Yeah, he tore his. What was it? Beckham. Odell. Odell. Oh, yeah, Beckham. Odell Beckham. Uh, so I had a brain freeze there. Um, yeah, they got rid of him, and he, he didn't really have such a great couple years in Cleveland. Now now he's with the Rams, and he was, he was actually doing pretty damn good, and he uh, got hurt in the Super Bowl because he gets hurt all the time too. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like they, they, they get, they're, they're gonna, just going to give up on him and – the Giants have never had a great running back. They've had decent ones, but they never had like an all-star running back. And this is their first guy in a long time, probably since uh, not even Rodney Hampton. He wasn't even nearly as, as good as, as Saquon. I just feel like they they would take a step back with that. And especially this season in this draft, there's not a lot of guys in this draft coming up for them to really 
like go after. Um, I think the reason why they want to trade him is because his contract at the end of this year. Um, this is when he's. This is his contract year coming up. So. I think that they'd entertain some trades to kind of make some cap room. Um, I don't want to see him go. I, I think when he's on, he's on. If he just stayed this healthy, is what, his fourth year? yeah, this would be his. No, this will be his fifth year coming up. Fifth year coming up. He yeah. Just finished his he only had one season, and it was his rookie year where he played every game. And Which this is, is where I, I think the game has definitely changed. When you back in the day, you would have one running back, and he was just your workhorse. The Emmett Smiths of the world, the Edger and James, that would just every play just run, 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 run. Players aren't that way now, and I think with Saquon, and I'll put this into even hockey terms, Rick DiPietro, very good goalie, mm-hmm. rushed him back way too soon from injuries. I think that the problem with the Giants is being in New York, having a premier name like him, selling a ton of jerseys marketable guy, you know, he's in these, uh, you know, chunky soup commercials and this shit. <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to push him out into the spotlight so that they gain revenue from it. Instead of sitting there saying, you know what, let's make sure that he's 100% healthy. And unfortunately, especially with running backs and the short lifespan they have, you're putting these guys out there and they're not healthy. Yeah. They're not at 100%. Well, I'll give they're them credit. Probably they, not even at 75%. They didn't rush him back this year. Because um, he got hurt, he was, I think, week four or week five he got hurt, and I think he did come back for a game at the very end of the season. Um, but he's only 26, I want to say, 26 or 26. He still has about five years left in him. Um, they're just a, they're a dumb franchise, and it, it just, it, it really just sucks. Because I, when they started tanking a couple years ago, I thought, all right, we'll go through a couple years, and they'll get on the track. They got Saquon. They got uh, Daniel Jones, who's who's okay. Um, they got um, they have they have a great great wide receive core, wide receiving core. It's just that they don't. I don't know. Like something just isn't working there, and I don't think trading off your your top running back is gonna. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he gets hurt a lot again, like I said. But if he's healthy, he's gonna go, and and I think. At least give him this year, and if it doesn't pan out, then don't sign him. <laughs> this, I don't know. Especially if they can't get anything good for him. But yeah, I, I digress. I could see you, you know, maybe a team like, you know, someone, Houston, who needs a running back, and they could use the name because of something like that, you know, like getting that big name guy. Yeah. He's, again, a marketable guy. I mean, I don't know what they want, because Giants already have two first-round picks in the top ten. So I don't know what they really expect to get out of this. Again, like, uh, who are you going to get in the third round? Yeah. Say you trade them and you get, like, two, a second-round pick and a third-round pick. A lot of those guys never even make it sometimes. I mean, who are you going to get? Whatever. Um, so I, uh, I went to the movies last week. I saw the new Batman. Uh, end this podcast on an entertainment note. Um, have, do you have any interest in seeing the new Batman? I do, because I need to wash the uh, the terrible taste of Ben Affleck out of my mouth. Hmm. 
Well, so. not going to wait long because I think in, in next month it comes HBO Max, so you don't have to wait that long to see it. Okay. Um, I will say, t- here's my pros and cons. Very good movie. I think it's the best one since uh, The Dark Knight. As much as I was so questioned, I was very questionable about Robert Pattinson becoming Batman. I think he did a good job as Batman. Um, Is he a terrible Bruce Wayne? They made him very emo as Bruce Wayne, but he wasn't Bruce Wayne that much in the movie. It was a it was a Batman movie through and through. Like he wasn't really Bruce Wayne. Um. So he was very emo, very reclusive. But from what I read, is they they did that on purpose as because the guy saw his two parents die, killed in front of him. So he just kind of shut himself off and is just very like, you know, somber. Um, I thought uh, the guy who played Commissioner Gordon was very good, and that was another guy I was very against the, the casting of, and he he changed my mind about it. I heard the breakout one though was Colin Farrell. Absolutely. I heard he was the. Absolutely, I loved him as Penguin. He they made him like a uh, like a Pizone, like an Italian. Okay. Yeah, like because you know, the Penguin's always in, involved in mob stuff, so it kind of made sense. He did a great job. However, oh, and one more pro is I like how they Before did. You get into that. Can I just ask one question? Yeah, go ahead. Was it the uh, Zack Schneider type of DC movie? Mm-mm. If you know what I mean? Like that, like, a lot of CGI, a lot of... No, I wouldn't say that. It, no, not at all. Um, it was. It's very different from a superhero movie I've seen before. It was... Okay. They made the Riddler like the Zodiac. Okay. Like that kind of thing. It, it was... I liked how it was done. It was very, like, thriller-esque. I guess you could say. Um, there was a line said toward the end of the movie that didn't really sit well with me. And that sort of made me sour on it a little bit because I thought there was no reason why this line should have been said. Now, I could tell you if you want. <laughs> Does it spoil? Is it a spoiler? Not at all. Okay, then I'm, I'm willing. I will say the word white privilege was thrown out there. Really? Yeah. I thought it was, there was no reason for it. It was, uh, yeah. You'll, you'll, I still think you should see the movie because with, with the exception of that line, it was very good. Okay. Um, but when I heard that, I was just like, why, why would you put that in there? Why would, like, there was no, you really did not need that line in there. They have to force feed it into you. They have to force feed it. Yeah. Um, I'll let you watch it when it comes out and you can tell me what you thought about it. But it was, it was just a throwaway line. Like, it really had no, there was, there was no reason for it at all. Okay. And another good guy was, um, he played, uh, the mob boss. I'm I'm bad with names tonight. From uh, the Italian the Italian actor, um, he played Billy Martin in the Yankee series, like from 15 years ago. Um, the Bronx is burning one. Yeah, 
Um, God damn, why can't I think of his name? He was in um, Big Lebowski. Oh, uh, John Turturro? John Turturro. And I didn't even know he was in the movie. And okay. he when I, he was in it, and he was very good also. So I I, I did like it. I um I thought it was a, I thought he was a lot better as Batman than Ben Affleck. Um, now goes Michael Keaton. I would say he was probably the third best Batman. So Keaton, Bale, him. Yeah, I would say that. Okay. Yeah, but I, I liked it. I think it's worth seeing if you if you're on the fence about seeing it. I definitely think you should go see it. I like how, I like the atmosphere of the movie. It's very uh, what long, do you think though. Of, uh, of uh, Selena Kyle. Well, I did like her <laughs> until she said that line. Oh, she said it. Okay. Of course. Okay. I just, I, and I she said it to Batman, it. who's white. <laughs> so go go figure that one out. <laughs> I just I, I don't understand the uh, where everyone loves her. I just I, I don't see it physically. I just I don't find her. She attractive. Um, I, I find her to be. She almost reminds me of um, Kristen Stewart, like that. Just like no emotion actress. Just like. Nah, nah. And you know what? I have seen her other stuff where she was like that. She wasn't like that in this movie. I thought she. I thought she did a decent job. Um, okay. I, I would say she pulled it off well. I, I. She's not. She's not Michelle Pfeiffer. By far, she's not Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, I thought she did a decent... I think she was better than Anne Hathaway, though. What about uh, Holly Berry? Oh, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that, that shouldn't even be other than the same sentence. Yes. But uh, good movie. Right. Yeah, good movie. Check it out. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely a different superhero movie. And I'll just leave it at that. All right. All right. Um, and if you see it, saw it already and you want to kind of give us your thoughts, you could follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, or on Facebook under Bull in the Ring or Joe Tom, wherever it is. You can follow us on, uh, you can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. For Apple Music, hit the subscribe button and rate and review us so other people can find us. And, uh, that is it. Tom, you have any parting words this week? Uh, fill up your gas tank because you're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. Look for damn sure. All right. Well, until uh, next time, we hope you enjoyed this midweek show. Yes. Uh, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next week right here on Bulls in the Ring.